0: So today I kind of want to talk about soil erosion. Um, This has become a bigger problem as we move into the future of farming. Over the years between tilling and wind and rain and even irrigation, we've helped contribute to soil erosion and we're losing a lot of topsoil, which a lot of farmers are starting to run into. And so they're adding more money into implementing nutrients into the soil, costing them more time and effort and money um so i want to talk about a few conservation practices that we can use um three of them are fairly simple and most people use them already today and then another one's kind of one that most people don't think about but they could use and it could help with their other systems as well Um, so the first one obviously is no-till farming i've found that this kind of is one of the better practices to use Um, it's very cost effective doesn't take much to implement as far as money wise and it actually saves a farmer money by not having to pay for that fuel or the maintenance on the equipment and it also saves you time because you don't have to go through those extra passes through the field before planting Um, and it's fairly effective in in reducing soil erosion we're not disturbing the topsoil so we're not losing some of that soil from wind when you loosen it up and also helps water penetration and leaves cover crop or plant coverage, I should say, on top of the soil to help reduce the impact of heavy rains and irrigation. And it's practical. You can use no-till farming in pretty much any field or terrain. Um, And the effort and maintenance used to implement no-till farming is is relatively low it doesn't take much effort to do practically takes none and the maintenance is relatively low as well um, the only maintenance I could really see you maybe have to do with no-till farming is every so many years you might have to go through and disk just to break up the soil and kind of maybe reduce some of the compaction if you're starting to get a lot of compaction your soil is becoming hard. Um, the other practice we could also implement that a lot of farmers already use especially ones in areas where they have a lot of rolling hills or steep slopes and that's strip cropping. Um, This this is a lot like contour cropping or even terracing Um, but basically you can plant little strips of grass throughout your throughout your field to help reduce runoff of the soil and water off the field Um, Again, this cost is going to be relatively low. Um, Initially, that first year you implement the strip, the strips of crops in there, or your grass strips, Um, you might have to pay. You might have to add. There might be a few more extra costs in there as far as planting and getting that grass strip to start. But then after that, the cost of it is fairly low, especially in the maintaining of it. Um, Other than adding maybe fuel to your your cost for maybe cutting it and baling it just to keep it maintained it's fairly easy um, it's pretty effective you see like I said a lot of farmers use it already in in hilly terrains um, it can be used in a lot of places where contouring and terracing aren't as effective um, and it's practical um, not only can you use it on rolling hills and stuff you can use it on flat fields too um, if you are using it on flat fields, you're gonna more likely use it for maybe a field that's on the bottom side of a slope or something where you might have a dry crick or a goalie run through, and then you can plant your grass in there to help reduce the runoff from that and also make it easier for you to make it through your tracker so it doesn't wash out on you. Um, like I said, the effort and maintenance of strip cropping is, is fairly low. Um, once you get the grass strips in there, it's pretty much just leaving it alone I mean, every now and then you might have to go in and cut it and bale it, so that way it doesn't get too tall on you or it looks nice. And then another practice that we can use that a lot of farmers do is is cover crops. Um, these are going to cost a little bit more, just because you know you got to you got to pay for the fuel and the seed and the and the and the you know fertilizer and stuff you're going to put in in the ground to produce this second crop um but other than that it's it's pretty effective in reducing soil erosion um having the cover crops reduces the the water impact on the soil from irrigation or heavy rains and reduces the runoff from the water and also helps protect the soil from high winds Um, cover crop is pretty practical for most farmers Um, if they're willing to to take the time and money to put it in then they can use it in any type of field terrain. And even for some farmers, if they have a cattle operation on top of their farming operation, this could be a good second practice for them. Um, and the last one I kind of want to talk about, which most people don't really think about it in, in terms of soil conservation, they think of it more in irrigation and that's subsurface irrigation. Unfortunately for subsur- subsurface irrigation, the cost is going to be pretty high. Um, it, it costs more to put in than your regular center pivot or especially even furrow irrigation um but it can be used to reduce soil erosion it's not as effective as the other ones just because um you're not adding things to the soil or not doing things to the soil um but by you're getting below ground versus the top ground you're reducing the impact of the water and reducing your runoff from, say, your irrigation systems. Um, Subsurface irrigation can be fairly practical for most farmers. Um, It works pretty much in any field or of any shape or size. Um, Unfortunately, it doesn't work in, in fields that have rolling terrain or hills or slopes. Um, As water moves uphill, it's going to take a lot more effort to get that water up there, and by the time you get up there, it's not really irrigating that much anyway. So it's not really saving you anything in as far as irrigation or soil conservation. Um, And then the effort and maintenance of implementing subsurface irrigation is going to be pretty high. Um, Just like any other type of irrigation system, you know, it's mechanical. You're going to have to fix it when it breaks down. Um, A lot of subsurface irrigation has got a lot of filters in them that you got to keep maintained and replaced so they don't clog the underneath ground pipes. And then also the cost of having to fix some of those problems, especially if you got to go out in the middle of the field and dig up a line to repair it. Um, So with that being said, then we're kind of the four systems that I looked at as far as reducing soil erosion. Um, I kind of found that no-till farming might be the better practice out of all four of those. as far as you know the cost effectiveness practicality and the effort and maintenance take that is used to implement it but strip cropping and cover crops are also very good methods um subsurface irrigation can be used it's not going to be as effective or as cost efficient as maybe the other three but i believe that you know if you're in a system and you have the availability and resources to do it you could implement all these together and greatly increases soil erosion by itself um, with all these you can you can reduce soil erosion you can add benefits to the soil by having by increasing your organic material in it and also you're going to get you know more efficient irrigation by adding a subsurface against you so like I said I found the no-till farming is probably the best practice but I believe that we could greatly reduce soil erosion if we add or implement all these together.